Okay. Hello, everyone. This is MSJC's The Talon, and I am Eddie Landeros, the host of this Talent Talk. We have Dr. Michelle Weber, our advisor. We have Cassie Chamberlain, our graphic designer and writer. Sadel Perez, our correspondent, also just a superstar and loves Jennifer Lopez. And uh, we have Jesus Alcala, great writer, great graphic designer, Professor Ron Newman, who you all know from the communications department. Uh, we have Zaina Azim, who is a talent member, hopefully a writer this semester. Nick Pettis, our moderator, our website manager. Uh, Ronnie Armas, who is our advisor as well. And Cindy Lopez Ordonez, our writer, editor-in-chief. Thank you for joining us today. And our talent talk will be on Zoom cameras, on or off. This is the debated subject, as we've seen in our poll on Instagram. So let's hear from our members to see whether they like their cameras on or off. It looks like a good number of us keep it on. So I'm gonna start with Dr. Weber, because she is in the top left corner. So Dr. Weber, Zoom cameras on or off and why? Okay, mostly Zoom cameras on. And I'll tell you why. Because to me, it shows that you are engaged, you're paying attention, you're ready to listen plus the nonverbal cues you can play off of, even though you're not in the same space together. There's definitely nodding of the head going on and other things like that. Um, and so in that case, when I'm talking to people, especially my students, I feel like my camera needs to be on, not necessarily theirs, but um, I just feel like it's much more friendly. So when you see a student with their camera off, how does that make you feel? Well, <clears throat> it could be off-putting, but at the same time, you don't know if they're eating or if their bandwidth is slow. And so I try not to make a judgment based on whether your camera's on or off. Very good, very good, as it should be, because I've seen some really bad bandwidth over my time spent on Zoom. All right, next we have Kasten. So Kasten, you have your camera on. Uh, so cameras on or off, does it depend? How do you feel? Um, well, disclaimer, I am a part of SGA and FYE first year experience. So during those meetings and when I work, I have to have my camera on no matter what. It's just I have to be camera ready. So my bias is it's just like manners i know that's not really the case but the way i've been around zoom i always have to be camera ready because of work and sga and the talent and everything well not necessarily the talent but you guys know what i mean so but if it's like i'm stopping into dr weber's office hours it's like we know each other so we don't have to keep our cameras on we know how we talk and we know our facial expressions but like I'm sometimes intimidated if it's just me and another person and my camera's on and their camera isn't off on, I mean, or if everyone's camera is off or everyone's camera is on. It just depends. You just want to make sure everybody's comfortable because we had an interview um, the other day and mm -hmm. we had our cameras off. So that mm -hmm. was that more comfortable for you doing the interview? Yeah, definitely. I just, yeah, it's more about comfort for however the people just feel. Okay, so here's a follow-up question. You enter a meeting, and everybody has their camera off, but you enter with your camera on. 
just by default. How does that feel? Do you automatically just want to turn your camera off? Well, yeah, <laughs> I just feel awkward because I feel like everyone's staring at me. Like, if it's a bunch of people and it's just me, everyone is staring at me. I'm like, well, I don't know if I like that either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I feel that for sure. That's a it's a weird phenomenon. Yeah, right. it really just depends. <laughs> okay, Sadel, same question. Zoom cameras on or off, how do you feel when there's a bunch of cameras on or a bunch of cameras off? I don't, like, I'm up for both because I do understand, like, Dr. Weber said, um, it just shows you're engaged. And like Hassan said, it depends if a person is comfortable enough. Um, for me, it's both because I'm hard of hearing. So sometimes um, seeing the lip movements helps me catch the word faster. Um, and, you know, I feel that um, I'm a preschool teacher. So um, the kids learn also by seeing your mouth movement. So it's like, it's pretty much a language that, a universal language that anybody can understand through facial expressions and mouth movement. Um, also, I do see the point of, you know, sometimes um, a person's not comfortable enough being on Zoom or like I suffer from anxiety. So sometimes it can be very overwhelming. Um, as well, like I, I do understand for students as well that, you know, have to go to work before class, I mean, after class, I go to work um, right after my class is over. So it gives me time to hear my professor's lecture, but at the same time to get ready at the same. So it's like really convenient for me. So like, I would agree with Dr. Weber and Kasten both. Okay, so follow up question for you. Because you and Cindy are pretty tight. You know, you talk a lot. My, maybe on Zoom, when yes. you guys talk, are you talking with your videos on or off? You know, does that vary when you have, like, your best friend with you? I like the camera on, even though Cindy sometimes doesn't have it on. But I like to see her because it just makes me feel like things are back, like at least a little bit normal. And um, it just gives me comfort seeing my friend. And, you know, it feels like we're just talking like we used to. So it's more like a comfort thing. Gotcha. Okay, so then I'm going to move over to Cindy because she has her camera off and we're talking about her. So Cindy, <laughs> you obviously have your camera off. You usually do. Why do you have your camera off? I think I mostly have my camera off. I think depending where I'm at, where I'm studying. Um, if I'm in the living room, my family's there and, you know, it's just natural for us to talk. So I'd be making facial expressions like away from the screen. And, you know, sometimes for me, I get nervous of like having everyone stare at me because over the summer I took this course and we had to do this presentation and they wanted us to explain things. And I got really nervous. So there's that. And I think it's more of a convenience for me, but I will say that whenever I'm talking to a person, like if it's just me and someone else on Zoom, I will go usually on camera. <laughs> so it's mostly that, I just, it's more convenient for me. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that because uh, when I'm doing your presentation, I did a presentation for uh, last semester and I asked the professor, hey, do you mind if our group 
uh, turns off our cameras so that we can save bandwidth when we're showing our presentation. And sure enough, he went for it. And I was like, cool, because that just helped my nerves a little bit. Yeah, I also like get like interruptions from like family members. Sometimes I have to answer phone calls and stuff like that. And it's been convenient for me. Absolutely. And uh, I think Seidel knows how my room works too. So she knows that my brother always passes by. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's another reason. I was going to say for like babysitting, I mean, sometimes you got to be mobile. So you might just have your phone in your pocket and you're listening to the Zoom conversation. Um, and if they're like doing something, you're like, hey, I got to go do that. You don't, you can't really have your camera on for that because that just causes a disruption. Yeah. Or, if, you know, someone mentioned eating or something. I have to have it off I, just out of respect for someone because I don't want them to see me eating. And, you know, they might get hungry and they, they don't, they can't eat. Right. I, I was eating uh, pretzels earlier and I was trying to mute my mic, but I think it was, it was some loud crunches. Um, yeah. See, just my brother just came out of my room, came out of his room and passed by my room. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was funny. OK, uh, let's move over to uh, Zaina about her camera. So you have it off. Do you prefer it off and why? So I do prefer my camera off. Um, mostly because I do get nervous when I uh, talk in Zoom meetings or just like talking in general, it does make me really nervous. So I think like turning off my camera is just better for me in the sense that if I could see myself, I think that would just make it that much worse. Like seeing myself get nervous would not be the best. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I was, I was kind of thinking that and I was gonna pose that question about having the camera on, you know, when it's you, because you have the option to take yourself out of it, yeah, yeah, but then exactly. you can't see what's going on. Like sometimes I'll have my cats or something in the background. I'm like, oh, yeah. I need to make sure that's not in the, the view. Um, but, but yeah, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I also like don't have a desk in my room. So I do work um, in my loft and it's like right next to my stairs. So a lot of family members are like always passing by. So that probably wouldn't be the best idea. And then I also have cats and they're like always walking on my keyboard and stuff. So <laughs> probably not the best idea, but yeah. Um, and then a follow-up question for you. Uh, mm -hmm. When we first got into Zoom, because I'm sure that most of us started Zoom because we went into the pandemic. How did you feel about this platform uh, when you first started? Were you automatically like, I do not want to have my camera off or on or off? Definitely. I was like really scared about having my camera on and stuff, but Overall, it's been okay. I don't have a lot of teachers that like require me having my camera on, so it's okay in that regard. But yeah, I think I, I definitely was nervous at first, but it's gone like gotten better with time. That's good to hear. Yeah, and I hope you know. It seems like uh, students that I interact with, they are feeling a little bit more comfortable with being on camera yeah. or at least expressing themselves. So good to hear. All right, I'm going to move to Professor Newman because his is very interesting. When he has his camera off, he it's a be right back kind of deal. So it's interactive. So what was your choice with that? Do you prefer Zoom camera on or off? So I prefer it on. So when I'm in a meeting, whether I'm hosting the meeting or I'm just a, a member of the meeting, I will have my camera on. Um, <clears throat> and I teach communication, so I'm going to throw some communication stuff at you. 85% um, of communication is nonverbal. So if the camera is off and you're only hearing a voice, you're 
only getting 15% or only 15%, you know, we're, we're missing a lot of, of the information. And the other thing that, that it kind of helps is as the instructor, if I've got the camera on, it's helping the students make a connection with the instructor, not only with my face and my voice, but you look at the personality that the instructor is displaying in the background, right? So, I mean, not to call it out, and normally it's end of the day, so the room's a little bit messier than, than I'd like. When we first logged on, I had a bag of dog food behind me um, that I had to lay down. Uh, the pillows are not, normally um, the pillows would be arranged. I've got little baby, baby Yoda peeking out the corner there. Um, and does anyone re recognize this book? No, no super nerds. No super nerds. No, no I don't super nerds. That, it it's a D and D player's guide. I've had students call me out on that because they recognize it. Right. Um, there are movies in the background. I've got Star Wars pictures in the background. There are Star Wars pictures, maps in the background. So, so that can help students say, "Hey, this is an actual real person, not just a." talking head there. So I think it, it helps with the student engagement with me. Um, you pointed out that I have a, a picture here. So um, I use this when I've got office hours and I don't wanna just sit on camera when no one else is there. So I'll put the picture up and then if a student logs on, I see that they've logged on, then I'll go back on the camera but sometimes I'll wander away or I'll do something and it just lets them know that, you know, I'll be right back. But again, it shows, shows personality, right? Because I've made a choice to show Buddy, my little uh, Chihuini, he's a Chihuahua dachshund, right? Um, so that, that, you know, that says something. If Dr. Weber puts a picture of her dog up there, it's a different dog and it says something different, right? Um, so, so there is that. So I think having the camera on is, is important in that aspect. Now, if you're a student, maybe you don't want to show all that because what's your situation? I've had students that are logging in from a closet, from a bathroom, from a shared bedroom, um, from a hallway, kitchens with dirty dishes in the background. Maybe that's not the best. So you know, having the camera off is, is fine as an instructor. I don't mind. I do ask my students to put an avatar or a picture up there if they don't want their own picture. Put something up there so I'm not staring at black boxes with names. I wanna, I wanna see, you know, you know what, show me your personality in that picture. Um, so I, I think it works. Well, I'm, I'm trying the whole avatar thing this semester. So we'll see if it's, uh, if it's uh, better or not, but I, I can tell you sitting for an hour on a Zoom meeting, staring at black boxes, not very energizing as an instructor, so. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> I, I think we covered that at our last meeting too with Justin because of his profile picture. I mean, you didn't even recognize who it was because he didn't have his I didn't. profile picture. <laughs> He's in my class, but he didn't use the same picture. So, you know, it's like putting on a different face and meeting some people that you know, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's a very, and then there's the interesting yeah. thing with, uh, and I'm like Ronnie, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, it's a it's Gotham. <laughs> yeah. The bat signal in the back, right? Oh. So you've got the virtual backgrounds. 
So that's another way to do it if your computer can do it. Some computers can't do it without a green screen. So, yeah. Right. And that's a good segue into my next three people who all have virtual backgrounds. So I'll start with uh, Jesus, because Jesus usually always, and then I'll go to Ronnie, but Jesus usually has his talent background for uh, the virtual experience. How do you feel about the virtual background? Oh, well, virtual background's great because I also sometimes have people walk behind me and this thing cuts off all of that, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, the With the camera, though, I, um, I do leave it on for talent, but if it's some other setting, I usually have it off unless I'm going to speak. It, it, I, don't, I didn't really think about it before t today. <laughs> so it's just a thing of like when I... When I go to the talent, it's on all the time. But when I'm not, I just, I never bother to press that button. So it's like, I, I'd never thought about it, but yeah, that's how it is. Uh, but yeah, but virtual background's great. Uh, the, sometimes though, I, it has bugged out on me and it'll just randomly pop my actual background, which is just my, uh, you know, messy bedroom. <laughs> so, but a quick reset fixes that just right up. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, going back to the virtual background, you know, because it's by default sometimes, I know that there's uh, some people who wear multiple hats, like when they go into Zoom meetings, so they might have one background for another and then another. Um, and that can be kind of, um, it can be accidental because you might have like a goofy background that you're doing for a party. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to go into this professional work meeting and you enter and then boom, you got like uh, someone in their underwear in the background. Um, that's not always <laughs> a good sign. So Jesus, do you use any other virtual backgrounds besides your talent one? Uh, and has it gotten you in trouble? Uh, no. And even if it's not for the talent, it's still just my default background. So <laughs> it's, it's always, yeah, it's always on. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's move and see now, uh, Professor Newman has his virtual background for forensics representing um, and let's move on to Nick because he has a talent virtual background as well. Um, so Nick, you prefer your camera on or off and how does the virtual background feel? As a former performing artist, I always loved having the spotlight on me, all eyes on me. And with Zoom, that's pretty much how I feel because all eyes would be on me when I'm talking and they can see me. So I love having my camera on. As for my virtual background, I move all over the place when I'm working or editing for us or just in a lecture for a professor. So I have my background on so no one can see where I am or what I'm doing right then and there. So that's how I feel about that. So uh, you mentioned that you were a performing arts person and you were in theater. And so the stage isn't uh, new to you. So, but, but with the virtual world or with you know, Zoom cameras, it could be a totally different experience. You might have more nerves. Do you feel that way? How do you feel uh, with this versus being on the stage? Well, honestly, as Shakespeare once said, all the world is a stage and all the people are players. 
So honestly, our Zoom is like a theater space. So it's not that much of a difference for me. It's like one minute I'm standing on the stage performing a show and then I'm in a Zoom meeting here talking to you guys about a podcast. It's no difference, really. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, I'm so, I feel subconscious sometimes. You know, I try to arrange my background in a way that's presentable. And also, uh, like uh, Professor Newman had mentioned, with his background and also with Ronnie's, I mean, there's certain subtle things that I, I want somebody to point out and be like, oh, I really like that, you know? So um, let's move over to Ronnie, you know, because that is just really subtle and the way he does mm -hmm. it. It's Batman. Um, but it's something special. So uh, why do you choose Batman for your virtual background? And uh, how do you feel about Zoom cameras and virtual backgrounds in general? So it's interesting because I am by nature an introvert. Um, but I think the role that a person plays kind of dictates how we uh, approach the camera, right? Um, I do lean towards camera on for all the same reasons that we have just talked about, right? To be able to see the person, to read the body language, to get those um, the little nuances from the backgrounds, right? Oh, that person's into Star Wars, so am I. There's connection there, right? Um, to 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 learn about each other, especially because we are we are separate right now. Everyone, we're in our own cubby holes, and how else can we learn about each other and try and connect? Um, I think it's important that we do kind of try and give those signals, especially in this time. Um, and role plays a part. Um, I am at the moment, uh, president of classified Senate. And I had requested that when we have our meetings that the board members, the executive board members do have their cameras on because I feel that um, it can create a sense of comfort, right? Um, of community when folks come on. I don't require that everyone that comes as guests or just wanna come in and listen, have it on. But I want folks to know who their representatives are and to, um, again, feel that comfort level that we are here as a community to support you. Um, so there's a lot of the, definitely the benefits to having the camera on. There's, there's all the communication aspects, um, but I will tell you deep down inside, um, I'm a cameraman, that's what my um, avatar is, that I work behind the lens. <laughs> I'm not in front of the lens. So there is uh, deep down a little bit of that apprehension every time I happen to, you know, glance in the corner and be like, oh, dang, I'm there. I see myself. And you get a little bit self-conscious. Uh, it's a work in progress, I think, for all of us. I think that there's probably a little bit of a common uh, denominator there for most people. Um, but it's definitely outweighed, especially in these times, for the need to try and just connect and uh, hopefully inspire and motivate some community and folks. And it's in terms of the, the background, I am totally 100% trying to give a sense of who I am and what I'm into with my background. Um, I'm from LA originally, Dodger fan. And um, that's downtown LA, uh, a, a helicopter shot right from uh, downtown LA. And that is the bat signal. I did not Photoshop that, that is real. And it was a, uh, uh, 
a celebration of um, Adam West when he passed away. There was a big, huge celebration in downtown LA. Um, I am a Batman fan and uh, they had the Batmobile there and uh, the original Robin was there. And it was just this really cool, great way of kind of bringing community together, right? And so um, living out here in the desert, I got to represent, I got to represent. So this is anytime I'm on, folks are gonna always remember I'm an LA kid all day long through and through and that I'm a Batman fan. And there's some subtlety there too, right? If you know the, who Batman is and what he stands for, um, there's gonna be a little fight in me to do what's right. And um, I'm gonna always try and inspire that in folks as well. Uh, so definitely some intentional, um, subliminal messaging there. And I just spilled beans all over the place right now for everyone to know my secret, <laughs> my secret <That's> identity. <laughs> are you saying that you are Batman? I honey? did not say that, but you will never see him and me in the same room at the same time. Just saying. <laughs> I think we found him. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I mean, that's, that's great to know, you know, and that, that's always something that's kind of felt taboo is like when you see someone's virtual background or you see like their, you know, their presence in their own space is like, do you compliment on what's in their background uh, or is it too far? It's like, you know, don't be looking at my room, just be looking at me. So um, I'm going to throw that question to Zaina uh, first. Do you feel like it's taboo to ask people like what's in their background or just compliment them? Um, I think to some extent, maybe. Uh, like it might be something that they, like, they don't want to talk about or I don't know, something along those lines. But I think if they don't have a virtual background, then maybe it's okay. Maybe they don't really care about what's like around them or I don't know. Right, and, and I guess it kind of depends on if your camera's on or off as well. So exactly. if your camera's yeah. off and you're Definitely. like, hey, I like your toilet, then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not going to be well received. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what about you, Sadel? How do you feel about it? It's fun. I once put Joe Exotic as my background and people loved it. My teacher loved it as well. So it makes it fun for, you know, people to just interact it's like a little icebreaker like a zoom icebreaker <laughs> yeah I, I think so too you know I mean it, it's nice to have fun with it I mean if we're going to be in this environment we might as well just be a little bit open uh to what's in our background if we're going to show it to the world you know um so Dr. Weber do you want to weigh in on this I do um uh all the people that are ending up on the news channel, CNN, MSNBC, and whatnot in their little boxes are doing so from home. And they have this thing called Room Raider on Twitter um, that literally rates and goes through flowers or vibe. And um, I mean, people are very into making sure they get 10s out of 10s <laughs> due to what's going on in their background. So it, it's a thing in the real world um, and people notice it. So it's definitely nonverbal communication to be aware of. Exactly. Uh, so I'm gonna move on to the, to the next subject and we're, we're gonna be almost done. So I have three more people to focus on and then the next section, uh, which I'll finish with our, uh, our final people, which will be Kasim, 
Professor Newman and Cindy. But I want to focus on the, the camera people, you know, the professional camera people, which are Nick, Jesus, and Ronnie. I feel like you have a sense of cinematography or a love for film. So I'm going to do something right now. And tell me how you feel about people who do this. Hello. How do you feel about a camera angle that's like this or like that? I'll start with uh, Ronnie. So each one of those gives a completely different story about the person. Um, I actually am a cinematographer and photographer for like the last 20 years. I actually have worked in film productions in Hollywood. So um, the first one where you're standing up and the camera's looking up at you, normally um, in a story setting, that's supposed to exemplify some kind of power and whatnot. But in this setting, if somebody did that, um, it would look a little bit arrogant and it would look um, very much as a uh, disrespectful, um, a disregard for the situation, for the people in the room and whatnot. Um, so that first, just kind of looking down on the camera um, and not cool. And I would definitely say something. <laughs> Batman would not let that fly. Um, <laughs> in terms of the other ones, it, you know, if they're just kind of peeking out the corner or like halfway in frame or whatnot, um, that to me probably would just say it's a little bit of carelessness or just very busy, um, multitasking, um, and probably attention is spread thin. Um, it, it's more of this, cause obviously it's not a great camera shot, right? So, but it's, it does speak to the personality or into the situation. Um, there's some kind of distraction going on, right? There's just too much going on inside the mind or out here and um, the person is just not focused. So camera angles speak a lot um, in terms of, again, like uh, Ron Newman's background, yeah. right? <laughs> that says something, the angle says something, even the attire, right? What I'm wearing, you know, I wear this hat on purpose too, <laughs> LA, um, things that we wear, right? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh -oh. the there angels the angels wow but, um the other day when it came on meeting and i was wearing the same talent shirt right um proud to wear that you know we got to think about things in terms of branding right our personality is branding as well if we're not necessarily branding a company and organization you're still branding yourself and so i would say for folks to be wary of what those camera angles say about you because people very um, instinctively come to judgments, even without necessarily being 100% aware that they're making that judgment. Absolutely. Yeah, but it, you know, it becomes a whole outfit that you're mm -hmm. wearing that says a lot about you. And yes, casting, it is psychological, you know, and it'd be interesting just to see the research that we go into for this. Um, so I wanna ask uh, Nick next about the same thing, camera angles. Does it, uh, does it offend you when someone isn't, paying full attention to you from your perspective? As a, um, as a video editor for the town and as a former performing artist, yes, I do get irritated when people are just not looking at us. It's like, ah, it bugs me. And I would 
if I was hosting a Zoom meeting and I was recording it, I would stop, ask you to fix your angle, and then I'd make it start all over. Yeah, I, I think that is fair. I mean, if we're creating content for the page uh, and we're interviewing somebody, we might want to think about uh, the professionalism on their end as well, you know, even with the background. Um, just, just for their sake too, because you know, if, if we post that and they're like, hey, look, my dirty clothes are in the background, why didn't you say anything? Say, well, no. So that's a good point. Thank you. Professor Newman, you had something? No, I just, I went and found a new background because I thought it would be more interesting. <laughs> what it's, is that? Is that MSJC? No, that's actually Jason Isaacs, the dude that oh. plays uh, Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. This is his his actual background in his house when he's done interviews. And you can't really read it there. But if you go full screen, you can. It says impressive book collection on the oh, top. Gosh. And then it says... Um, what uh, mysterious <laughs> art ob artistic objects there. <laughs> so someone going out of their way to cater to, you know, that the zoom background um, thing. So I just, that's funny. Yeah. yeah I, I mean like something like that. And I can't even see uh, uh, Malfoy because you cover him so well. Yeah. And then I, I cover <laughs> him up. Right. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. So I'll okay. get rid of him because he's a celebrity <laughs> and I'm not. So no virtual right. background. There we go. Did you so, know the, those camera angles where it's a, the person has the camera way close to their face? I mean, nobody really wants to see your nose hairs, stuff like that. I mean, and this is, <laughs> I mean, so definitely something to think about. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Jesus, I'm actually going to pose another question. Um, as a student, you might be familiar with this. Uh, the teachers, this might irk them. Uh, when someone's like this. What am I doing right there? Do you know? Uh, most likely checking your phone. <laughs> Texting. Yes, I text hope you're texting. I'm sorry, I do it. <laughs> yes, and I, I was going to move it over to you after this, Adele. Uh, Jesus, how does that make you feel when someone's uh, texting or on their phone, uh, appearingly? Oh, well... Um, do you do it? Oh, yes, yes, I, I do it. Uh, man, yeah, it's just when, you know, when, when I see that notification light, I just instinctively <laughs> press the the home button and just see what it is usually it's not important at all i don't know why <laughs> but it just it's kind of like that slave to your phone kind of thing uh yeah because it's like i said 99 percent of the time it does not matter if i get to it in that second but uh it just it just it's just it's such a natural thing i don't think about it it's instinctive yeah. uh as for when i see someone else do it it's not that bothersome uh, I think that has to do with uh, all the communication courses where I had to do presentation. It's like you see plenty of students, not really, uh, not everyone pays attention to you. And for me, it just becomes a thing of like, I kind of like just glaze over them 
and then uh, focus more on the people who, who seem more interested in, in, the, in the presentation. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't really bother me that much because I, I just, I just glaze. It just becomes something in the background of my mind. I don't focus on it. Right. Uh, I'm gonna move this over to Saydel because I think she's pretty passionate about this. Um, so Saydel. Oh, I don't <laughs> even have friends. Cindy's like my only. No, I'm just kidding. You guys are my friends too, but. I don't really text so much because I don't have too many friends. I mean, I do, but they're all like living their grown-up lives. Um, <laughs> I don't text often, but I, I think that like through Zoom now, I actually do. I know it's so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's usually like if it's on camera, I don't, I try not to do it very often, but it's usually if it's something really important. Um during live like class i would not do it at all um there was only one time that i actually did do it that was like my first time ever that i actually like texted in class and it was so bad because i guess the professor was going around asking everybody to repeat a spanish word and then it was my turn and like he was looking at me the whole time for a whole minute and i was just texting and it was very embarrassing because people were waiting. <laughs> but it was a really, it was funny, but um, that taught me a lesson, even if it's like something important. It was my mom, but <laughs> I just, after that, I told my mom, don't, please don't text me while I'm at school because that was so embarrassing. But I'm so sorry, Professor Snyder, you are so awesome. I won't do it ever again. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it's a problem. I yeah. mean, I think, I think all of us can agree. You know, uh, being in the virtual world, especially being on your screen all the time, having your phone readily available, and instead of being in a classroom, you know, you have that ability to kind of gauge what's around you without anybody like really focusing, unless they're looking at your eyes. Um, so it's a problem. You know, there's there's a new set of formalities that we have to go through uh, with the Zoom world. So I'm going to end this with uh, three people, um, and I want you to just give me a brief overview of where to go from here. How can we help each other uh, reach common ground between Zoom conversations and courtesies? Um, so Kasson, I'll start with you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Cool. So one thing, including that, including this is a great example patience i feel like <laughs> having patience with people's technical difficulties and sometimes i feel like you know for the camera angle example maybe at least for my dad if he was on zoom he'd do the same thing he just wouldn't know what happened but i feel like just being being a little more compassionate being like hey this person isn't comfortable with their camera on, we don't know the situation, that's fine. It's not hurting yourself or, or anyone, so why not just be courteous? I feel like that's just a, a good way to find common ground. It's simple, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, when this initially started, um, there was a real push for, like, let's all be professional and, you know, don't have your cats 
in front of the Zoom thing, like, you know, keep everything straight, like don't have your babies in the background or something like that. And maybe it was a little overboard when we started it because, you know, it's hard to manage everything at once. It's hard to keep those distractions at bay. So I think that's a good point. Um, Cindy, what about you? How do you feel about this? I think when I was thinking it over as why I keep mine, you know, at from when I go to school, I control my image, right? Because I can dress a certain way or look a certain way. And that's me over there. But at my house, it's completely different. And, you know, I can't control, you know, what my family does or what I do or how my room is or, you know, other factors. So I can't present like an image of, you know, a student as well as someone who wants to work in have a future career somewhere so for me it's more about kind of maintaining professionalism even if I'm off screen because I don't want people to see the other stuff that goes around in my environment so I think being and you know I think maybe it's not assuming that people are not paying attention because I have some classes where even if I'm off camera I have to pay attention I cannot get distracted one bit organic chemistry will not let you do that by the way <laughs> so that, that is a really good point. You know, it, you, there's a lot that can arise if you have your camera on and it could be embarrassing, even in a job interview, you know, and so, it, some job interviews, probably most job interviews require a camera to be on so they can see who they're working with and how professional they can be in a work environment. But uh, that could limit a lot of people because not everyone has that advantage of uh, being in that kind of environment where um, everything's professional. And at the end of the day, it's just all in the quality of your work. So um, I think that's really something to think about uh, for careers and jobs going forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I had an interview for this program a while back and I had to do a Zoom interview. But at the same time, I, I was in the living room and then my little brother was coming in and out and we were having conversations. And he's loud, by the way, sometimes. So he would kind of be like interrupting me. So I think, you know, can't control that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so I'm gonna end this with our director advisor, Dr. Weber. Um, how do you feel about all of this and how can we uh, move from here? Uh, my suggestion and essentially what I've learned from all of this is to not prejudge people. Um, Kasten said, be patient, but you, you know, you don't know why someone's got their camera off. Usually when mine goes off, it's because I have two old dogs that need to go outside all the time. And so I feel like it's the polite thing to turn it off, go let them out and come back. Um, and we don't always know. And so it's, it's that compassion, that empathy, that understanding, and that not prejudging one another. Um, I also think that Zoom fatigue was a thing. Um, I don't have it as much anymore, though. I mean, sad to say, <laughs> gotten kind of used to it because it's just the way that things are now. Um, and I'll take that human connection over no connection all day. So, so it's a trade-off. For now, until we get COVID behind us, I'm just happy to be able to talk to all of you in your own homes and, and just be a part of your lives. And to me, that it's worth it. Yeah, I think this conversation, more than anything, um, just really uh, expresses that. You know, I have a lot of fun in any conversation we do. The last talent talk we did was our Secret Santa episode. And uh, we just had so much fun just appreciating each other 
and uh, talking about uh, the mistakes and also just uh, the good things, the qualities that we bring to the table. So, uh, so yeah, at the end of the day, it's just all about communication. Um, we have uh, Justin who just joined us <laughs> at the very end of the conversation. Thank you for joining us, Justin. Um, he says he deleted Among Us for Robin Hood. Yeah, deleted Among Us. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, Justin, uh, Zoom cameras on or off before we end this? Uh, I, I would say off. No, not off? to be biased or anything. But... And why is that? Uh, I would say... Um, <laughs> I would say off because, well... I mean, uh, whoever you're like uh, on Zoom from, you might not want to like show like where you're at, just to like for for privacy reasons. I would say, and like if anyone's like else is in the room, like you don't want to show them on camera in case they don't want to be on camera. So. Right. So privacy is is really the big thing when it comes to Zoom cameras on or off, and uh, so we've established that. Um, and I think that's only going to be the same moving forward. But uh, like Dr. Weber clarified, Kasten and Cindy, um, it's just about courtesies and understanding that we're all in these different situations that as long as we can get the work done, you know, and communicate, that's what it's all about. So I'm going to share our poll list. Uh, we had, anyone want to guess which one, on or off? Off. 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 Off? 58% for on. 42% for off. I knew it. <laughs> See, that, that was, yeah, that was on Instagram. Wow. That was yeah. on Instagram, yes. So, um, so, yeah. So, on is preferred by our Instagram pollers. Thank you for participating in that. We look forward to having more polls for you to take advantage of. Uh, this was a really great talk. Um, I am looking forward to our future talks next week. We will be doing Valentine's Day, um, and I hope you can tune in for that. <laughs> this is probably going to be a mess. <laughs> um, but I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, thank you for watching. I'm Eddie Landeros. We have Dr. Weber, Cassin Chamberlain, Sadel Perez, Jesus Alcala Avalos, Professor Newman, Zain Azim, Nick Pettis, Ronnie Armas, Cindy Lopez Ordonez, and Justin Islib. Islib? How do you pronounce that? Uh, Islib. Islib. Okay. See, I almost had it all, but we're good. Yeah, you're close. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.